Beautiful weather for Group 1 Underwood Stakes Day at Sandown today. Forecast to be 19 degrees, sunny skies, only light breezes and free admission. No excuse to get out and see, not see some outstanding horse flesh at Sandown today. The Group 1 feature is the Underwood Stakes over 1,800 metres at Wait for Age. It's at 4.25 this afternoon, a field of six with no scratchings. How's the market look in the Group 1, Jamie? Well, Warren, we've got a small but strong field and the money is completely split between Zaki and I'm Thunderstruck. So number one, Zaki is at $2.40 and number two, I'm Thunderstruck is at $2.80. We've seen a little bit of interest in Mr Brightside, number four, at $5. But Warren, it is all about those top two in the market, Zaki and I'm Thunderstruck. A lot of talk going into the Group 1 Maccabi Diva. Dino was the tactics and, and how it would play out with the thought that Alligator Blood would lead and control the race, which he did under a perfect front-running ride from Timmy Clark. How do you see the Underwood shaping up? Yeah, oh, I think uh, throwing Zaki into the mix uh, and Mr Brightside uh, makes it a little bit of a different dynamic. And uh, looking back to the, uh, the All-Star Mile, uh, Zaki lead coming across from the outside draw and I'm Thunderstruck drew well that day. Now he's drawn the outside, so he probably goes back. And Mr Brightside drew in but missed the start that day and ended up behind them. And I'm sure he'll be in front of I'm Thunderstruck this time and a lot closer to Zaki. So that'll be the tactics, whether Alligator Blood kicks up and leads. We've heard talk from the camp that he's not going to lead. Uh, I'm not so sure. So that, that will be the fascination, whether Alligator Blood kicks up and leads or uh, Zaki uh, takes him on. So, um, yeah, small field, but uh, plenty to play out. How have you settled your thoughts here? Well, I might have preempted it by how I just spoke about Mr Brightside. I think he's been sort of thought of as a winner of a big handicap with a light weight, but he's won weight for age races at his past two. Admittedly, this is stronger, but he ran in weight for age in the All-Star Mile, and he was the one that wasn't in his usual race spot and was out of position and ran very well. And I think he's a much more rounded horse now and a much better horse uh, going into it. So to me, he's a little bit of value, but uh, I've got great respect for him. Thunderstruck, I think uh, Hillside's going to suit him well. Zaki won this race last year. Had to plough through that really tough ground and win first up, but he's a seasoned campaigner. And Alligator Blood, I've got the doubt on him running the trip, but he's such a good horse in this grade. So terrific race, but uh, I'm probably going with the outsider of the, the main group uh, with uh, the main three in Mr Brightside, 4-2-1-3. Uh, Gator, how are you seeing the group one? Yeah, look, I think it's, it's Zaki's mantle until they take it off him. That's the way I'm reading it. Uh, he was too much, had too much class first up with his big weight. He obviously won that all-star mile second at last prep, beating on Thunderstruck, beating Mr Brightside. And he was, he sat closer than them and was as strong as them the last 200. In fact, he had an identical last 200 splitters on Thunderstruck. It looked to the eye like he was charging out after him, but uh, he wasn't. You know, this horse was holding him, and he won second up prior to that, of course, in this race as well. So um, I think it's his, it's his mantle to lose. That's why I'm looking at it. Now, I'm Thunderstruck and Mr Brightside have more upside, I would have thought, from the, from, uh, the All-Star Mile. Um, I wouldn't think Zaki's getting any better, but the other two might be. And I'm Thunderstruck, a charge late in the Memsey, then a really, uh, just an outstanding win in the Maccabi Divi. The way he chased that uh, alligator blood down was that of a really good horse. He was clear second. Bazaar in the Ostermar beat third easily. Um, and as he improves one and a half lengths, that's all he needs to, to win the race. Uh, Mr. Brightside, yeah, same boat, looks to have come back better. 
had an easy run at the valley but streeted them. Fabulous uh, closing fractions there. Uh, he went back, as Dino referenced, in the uh, the All-Star Mile. So I'm um, seeing it the same way in that I think the, the key to him uh, is uh, his ability to um, be um, more positive in, in the race. And instead of giving away that start, he's already there. So I can see, I can certainly see what, what Dino's thinking and what some punters are thinking around him. And Alligator Blood, it has to be the query, the end of 1800. And Malunga next, but, um, you know, they left him behind in the Maccabi Diva as well. So that's my picking order. One, two, four, three. Gators with one, two, four, and three in the Underwood. Dean Lester's with four, two, one, and three. I'm very much in sync with Gator, but also not a lot would surprise me with the top three runners here. But I think Zaki just might get that lovely, smooth run with Alligator Blood. If they do decide to be a little bit conservative on Alligator Blood, then Jamie Carr will just get into a nice rhythm and, and quicken when she wants to. She won't be waiting for anything to happen or need anything to happen. The race can unfold the way that uh, Jamie Carr would like it to for Zaki. One ahead of two on Thunderstruck, who's probably going to be back in the field, but he's got a great finishing burst on him. No knock at him getting out to 1,800 metres here, and he's certainly a Group 1 weight for age horse. Mr Brightside might settle in that pair just behind the, the leading two, so that could give him a tactical advantage if he peels at the right time and, and uses his burst of acceleration. He's right in the mix, and Alligator Blood, the, the one that's going to ride the speed that you know, perhaps we're all overlooking and could be to our detriment at the 1,800 metres, but he will give a sight. One, two, four, and three for me in the Group 1. Sandown Stakes, race eight on the card. Another terrific race. This is a group three level over the 1,500 metres. Take out number 10 for home two. Where's the money going here, Jamie? Warren, this is the race that features the best backed runner of the entire program, and that's number six, Age of Chivalry. was $17, then went out to 23 and has now come into $14 off the amount of support that is coming through. The favourites here, number nine is Military Expert, which has also seen some support, $3.80 into $3.70, as well as Pinstriped, number 11, at $4.20. But it is all about this Age of Chivalry at that $14 price. And at a longer option as well, number seven, High Stranger, is 71 into $4.00. $41. Gentleman Roy, military expert, lightsaber, Gator, there, there looks to be some reasonable speed here. How are you reading the tempo? Yeah, no, I agree. I think, uh, you know, Gentleman Roy um, likes to roll along at a solid clip. I mean, they won't go as hard as they did last time, but that won't be difficult, uh, given he was driven mad in the lead and uh, was a fearsome uh, speed. Military expert led at a solid clip at the valley and then kept rolling at a really good time. You know, you know lightsabers up there. Age of Chivalry was tardy first up, and he's another on-speed runner. So it um, be a good test of endurance at the 1500, and uh, that should play into the hands of, of the best horse. As for a result, um, and who is the best horse on the day, well, I don't know, but I'm hoping it's pinstriped. Um, look, he's got to come up a notch here. <clears throat> you know, the ratings uh, gurus have him uh, a bit off these, but I'm convinced he's a really good horse. It's a lovely return from him at Flemings and behind Scalopini. They ran good time, quickest last 200 of the day. He won that Hay Stake second up last pep. And I just can't get that Australian Guineas run out of my mind, um, the way he steamed home under no riding. Uh, and then was competitive semi in the All-Star Mile. Uh, but I think he was ridden up too close that day anyway. Dragon Leap just missed a gun Kiwi in Imperatrice Fresh. Crossed the line with some really good horses in a Memsey. Uh, was giving him a live hope. Um, in, of course, a rip at Clark last week, but they missed the run. Gentleman Roy was balloted from that race as well. He was enormous first up, as I referenced. They went about eight lengths above average, and he was had a, had a pest all the way. I still don't know how he ran second. 
Um, look, if he's not flat second up, which is a legitimate query for any athlete off a really high-octane sort of run, he can certainly win. Military expert, Age of Chivalry, definitely in the quaddy. Gee, great race. 11, 5, 12 and 9. 11, 5, 12 and 9 from Gator, and it does look a terrific race, Dino. And just confirmation, Nashra Willer, I think, has an injured thumb and might even require surgery. He was originally listed as the rider for race 5, number 2, warning today. But those following the progress of warning, that ride will be taken by Mark Zara today. Just confirmation, the rider of race 5, number 2 at Sandown today is Mark Zara. Dino, your thoughts on the Sandown Stakes? Gator's numbers in the Sandown Stakes are 11, 5, Sorry, 12 and 9. We'll just get Dino's thoughts here. The Sandown Stakes, Dino. Yeah, I think when they uh, programmed this race, Warren, they didn't envisage uh, getting this good a, a feel. But with where it is now, it's 13 days before the Turak, so it does set up very well. I'm going with number 12, Gentleman Roy. Uh, I thought his performance uh, first up, as Gator said, was enormous. If he hadn't had the 29 days between runs, I'd be a little bit concerned how he'd... Uh, back up but uh i'm happy to think that he's had that time between runs my little concern is barrier one by this stage of the day but uh i'm going with him he he won on the same day as pinstripe on the csa stakes and figures wise i thought they recorded sort of similar sort of figures and then he came out uh and maintained his form right through and he's just a good reliable horse gentleman roy and i'm going to go with him to beat number five dragon leap who Ran so well at Wait for Age in the Memsey Stakes. He was chasing and from a fair way out, but he kept going to the line. I think the bigger track will be in his favour and handicap conditions. Certainly Pinstripe can win. He ran well first up. The race shape gave him not much chance of winning uh, because the leader got away with such an easy time in front, uh, Scalapini. But uh, he ran well from the better draw here. I think he can race closer uh, and run well. And military experts there with a good chance. Uh, he's two from two this campaign and has to be regarded. But uh, I think they're the four main chances the market would suggest. But I'm with Gentleman Roy. 12, 5, 11 and 9. Ed Dino's numbers, 12, 5, 11, 9. David Gately with 11, 5, 12 and 9. I'm with 11, pinstriped. Uh, I thought he did enough first up. The way the race shape was, he found the line well. This is a nice option for him with what looks like some reasonable speed up front, 11 ahead of 12. Gentleman Roy, who'll be part of that speed up front, coming through a terrific first up run, some time to get over that. Five Dragon Leap was very good at a high level last start. One of the runners that missed a run in the Rupert Clark last week. This is a suitable uh, consolation option. And I put six Age of Chivalry in his neck best, who I thought was also very good through the line. First up, military expert will be going in the quaddy. 11, 12, 5 and 6 for me. The last race on the card, we wrap up a terrific day with the Testarossa Stakes and what a great addition of the Testarossa it is over the 1,300 metres at listed level. The only scratching number 12, it's Tornado Storm, went around at Mornington. Yesterday, what's the market telling us here, Jamie? Well, Warren, the market would suggest it's a race between two with Ayrton number one at $4 and I wish I win number four at $1.90, but the money would suggest it's a one-horse horse race. I Wish I Win was really well backed on his Australian debut last start and it's the exact same story here. He's the only horse that is wanted in this race at that $1.90 price and then Gravina at number 10 at $10 has seen a little bit of a double but it's all about the favourite, Warren. Yeah, and I'm thinking that he'll be a little bit off speed. The speed in the race, open-minded in a race, you know what he'll do. He'll be riding along. 
on the speed, as will, I think, Imperial Lad, perhaps even more than exceed, not that far away, and Ayrton could tuck in behind that speed. But with open-minded in the race and hitting this race third up, I think he'll try and expose any chink in the armour that there is of any of the other horses. Gee, it's a competitive race. I'm with four... I wish I win, though. I think he's just something a little bit special, and I think he can win. Swooping late, which mightn't be a bad pattern by this stage of the day. Four for me, head of one, Ayrton, who looks the obvious danger. He looks to have trolled up well. He's a quality galloper. Six, open-minded, will give a sight on the speed. Damien Thornton knows the horse well, hitting this race third up. He'll give a terrific sight. And Five, regards, Marie, first up, I've got next best. I thought four was a bit of a standout in what's a great, edition of the Testarossa. 4-1, 6 and 5 for me in the last Dean. How are you seeing it? Uh, Warren, I'm going with uh, I Wish I Win also. Uh, he had a really good race scenario for him first up in a really high pressure race that we just ref- referenced with Gentleman Roy and he was in the sweet spot but he won with great authority and you'd think Hillside will suit him and improving track might be even a better thing for him. I think he, he's just got to get a little bit of luck early from the draw. Even if the fence is a bit off, the three-wide line is often a good place at Hillside. So I'm with him to beat Ayrton, who's so good fresh. It's a lovely race for him, and he's got a really good spot, you would think, uh, the way the race sets up to you know, give himself every possible chance. They're the two for me for the quaddy. Six open-minded. He's a beauty. He races up on the speed. He makes his own luck. He's found form straight away this campaign. And 10 Gravina next best. Four from one, then six and ten. How are you seeing the last gator? Yeah, I think um, most of us are seeing it as that two-horse race. Uh, you know, can can I wish I win? Um, can, sorry, can Ayrton beat I wish I win, giving him weight? Well, let's find out. I mean, he's unbeaten fresh. A group three Vic Cup winner fresh last time in. He's trialling well. You know, the rain's missed. I wish I win was off the map at the Australian debut. Um, raced away. Embarrassing that I didn't tip him, given what I saw. Uh, but always learning. He's come back 100 metres, but um, really hard to beat, obviously. Uh, Gravina tried well before, making really good ground at the Valley against the pattern of the day. And regards, Marie resumes, proven fresh, has that Buffalo River Lombardo form. You can certainly tie that in as well. But it looks one and or four from 10-5. Gators numbers in the last one, four, ten, and five. Dean Lester with four, one, six, and ten. I'm with four, one, six, and five. That winds up a terrific program at Sandown. Jamie, what's been the, the best back runners? I, I think you've referenced that the, the best back runner might be Age of Chivalry, but across the card, what are horses of note that have been well supported today? Yeah, you're right there, Warren. Race eight, number six, Age of Chivalry is definitely the best backed runner of the entire day at $14, but also that favourite that you have all tipped in the last number four, I Wish I Win at that $1.90 price, has also seen some support. And just to recap, the group one in the Underwood Stakes, the money is evenly split between the two favourites favourites in Zaki and I'm Thunderstruck. Do you have a fancy at Sandown today yourself, Jamie? Well, I'm actually on I'm Thunderstruck to take down Zaki in the Underwood. Well, good luck to you. There'll be plenty with you and that favouritism could well change between now and, and race time at 4.25 this afternoon. So looking forward to the day's racing, particularly the Underwood Stakes. Thanks for all your help this morning, Jamie. Thanks so much. I'll speak to you guys next week. 5 to 10 on RSN 927. Michael Felgate, Matty Stewart and Dan Malecki will be on course at Sandown to take us through to what's a big race day at Sandown at 10 o'clock with race day mornings. Right now we'll take our last break, get the boys to wrap up with the best bets and quaddy thoughts.